Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. again and welcome back. Today I'm kicking it old school with a phrase I'm pretty sure you've heard but probably don't say very often because let's face it, it's kind of a dorky phrase. We're talking about why it's okay to toot your own horn. So here's the thing, many of us were raised to shy away from bragging or drawing attention to our own success and that's partly because we've been taught that there's virtue in being humble and honest about our flaws And yes, we're all human beings and we're not perfect. Flaws are part of the package. But what I see in so many creative people is this tendency to focus on our mistakes and our flaws. Like that's where all of our attention goes. Tell me if you've ever caught yourself saying something like this. Well, I could have done better if I'd had more time. Or just don't look at the other side of it. Or thanks but dot 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 fill in the blank. Why do we say thanks, but? Why do we diminish our efforts by drawing attention to the flaws? The reality is this. No one is as hard on us as we are on ourselves. When we share something we've made, we see the flaws because we are intimately familiar with every part of the process that was behind it. We know where we had to fudge and where we made a mistake and where we had to change direction because we couldn't salvage our original idea. Raise your hand if you've ever been there. I certainly have. We've been behind the scenes. We've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then when it comes time for something we've created to see the light of day, it can be really tempting to point out the flaws before someone else does. But what if, instead of strapping our mistakes to our foreheads, what if we focused on what we got right? What if we shifted our attention to our success? And imagine this, what if we learned to be comfortable tooting our own horn just a bit? Now, before you panic and think I'm suggesting that we become a braggadocious creative community, just hear me out for a minute. I'm not talking about going around and telling everyone you're the best thing since sliced bread and no one else can ever compare to the greatness that is you. But for the record, you are the great thing since sliced bread and no one can compare to the greatness that is you because you're one of a kind. Not to be cheesy. I mean, I know it does sound cheesy, but it's true. No one else is like you. But I'm talking about a kind of confidence that keeps you moving forward and it steers you clear of the need to commiserate. Because what I found is that it can be really easy, like unfortunately easy, to fall into the trap of focusing on what's gone wrong and losing sight of what's good. And it forms a habit, a pattern in our thinking. When we train ourselves to focus on what's not working out for us, we start to see more and more of the same. Have you ever noticed that? I know this sounds overly simple, but I've read a lot of research about mental habits and we have a lot more power over our thoughts than we realize. And we don't always use that power to our advantage. And I know I always don't. I don't want to say we get lazy in our thinking, but I think when we don't pay attention, it's pretty easy to fall into a negative thought spiral, especially when things aren't quite going the way that we expected them to or thought that they should. 
I see this playing out in my own creative community of fiber artists. Sometimes there are those who are comfortable trying and trying again and again until they get it right. There's no boost quite like finally accomplishing something you had to work for and they can proudly share their success and own it for a minute. It feels great to celebrate, to toot your own horn. But then there are others, and this seems far too common, who focus on the frustration of not getting it right the first time. They immediately internalize a mistake as being something about their own worth. And as a side note to that, sometimes this line of thinking happens pretty subconsciously. You may not even realize you're doing it. We'll we'll talk more about that in just a minute. But back to mistakes. Mistakes are part of the creative process. And they're great teachers. They are honestly my favorite teachers. They're not a sign of failure. But if we assign labels to every mistake, like failure, flaw, no good, very bad, time to quit, then every new learning opportunity is overwhelmed with the fear of making a mistake, which means we're less likely to want to try new things because if every new thing comes with a learning curve, and hi, it does, And if we make that learning curve mean something's wrong with us, if we don't navigate it smoothly the first time, well, then why would we bother? Maybe you're already really good at seeing the silver lining in any situation, even when it comes to creative projects that go astray. And if you are awesome, keep doing that. But if you feel like you do often struggle with disappointment and frustration, the kind that makes the whole thing feel sort of pointless, When projects don't go according to plan, notice what you feel when those situations occur. Are there things you say to yourself under your breath or in your mind like, why do I even bother? Or I can't do this. The way we talk to ourselves can be part of that pattern of thought that can ruin a perfectly good learning experience. So what I want is to rewrite the story of what it means to be proud of yourself and to be able to talk about and acknowledge your success even the little bitty ones. Sometimes success just looks like not giving up or trying again or reaching the finish line, even if it took so much longer than you expected. Because doesn't it always? Success is figuring out a workaround. It's finally doing the hard thing, even if the results aren't perfect. If we can get away from the idea that it's noble to focus on our mistakes and instead realize that when we can celebrate the process and we're willing to own our successes, we're giving those around us permission to do the same. And when we don't, we not only hold ourselves back, but on some level, not consciously, we're likely to have a harder time being happy for the success of others. So what does it look like to create a shift like this, to get yourself to a place where you can feel comfortable tooting your own horn a little here and there? It's having a can-do attitude. It's dusting yourself off when you fall down. It's focusing on the result you want and not how many tries it takes you to get there. It's seeing a mistake as an opportunity. It's redefining failure as practice. It's resisting the urge to focus on what went wrong. The next time you sit down with a project, and maybe you're trying a new medium or technique, maybe you're taking a class or trying a new technology and you start to run into trouble. Anytime we stretch our limits, anytime we reach for something new, we always run that risk of a little bit of a learning curve, a little bit of trouble, 
It's just part of the process. But before you let that experience start to mean something about your abilities or your worth, instead, take a deep breath. Troubleshoot it. Look for alternatives. Look for solutions. When we focus on solutions instead of problems, the process feels easier and so much more fun. Sure, you can be a problem-focused creative person. You can focus on the mistakes and the failures if you want to, but why? It's no fun over there. It's discouraging, and it gets in the way of all the amazing creative work you're here to do. Instead, be that person who can sort through the mess and find the success, who can steer through the learning curve in a bumper car, knowing that bumping into things is par for the course. And when you can do that, you can suddenly reframe your own creative joy and what it means to finish and be proud of what you've made, which means you can finish a project that isn't perfect and still call it a success and toot your own horn about it. Show it off and say, hey, I made this without calling attention to that one spot where you had to fudge. I would love to see you embrace the messiness of the process without letting it define the goodness of the result. Toot your own horn once in a while. I know it's silly, but that imagery really is a lot of fun. It's okay to celebrate what you make. And the more you do, the more you will give permission to those around you so they can celebrate their successes too. That's it for this time. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, my creative friend, you've got this. 